0: Hello and welcome to Transforming Talent. I'm your host, Ed Crow, the talent transformation expert for organizations seeking eight-figure growth. We work with those organizations to break through revenue ceilings and realize the business growth that their companies are capable of when they get their people firing on all cylinders. We believe that every business person has a unique voice and a unique angle that makes their business successful. And those are the kinds of movers and shakers that we interview on the show. So stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you could be our next guest in about 30 minutes. So let's jump right in. Hello and welcome to Transforming Talent. I am your host, Ed Crow. On Transforming Talent, we talk to the movers and shakers in the business industry business owners and executives who are doing really cool things with managing and transforming the talent in their organizations. And I'm so happy to welcome today's guest, Caitlin Blosser, president of Blosser Marketing, a good friend and colleague. Caitlin, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Ed, so much for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Oh, it's it's we're going to have a great discussion. And one of the things that that the listeners are probably wondering about is why is a marketing person On transforming talent. Moreover, why is a a web guru on transforming (laughs) talent? And and we're going to answer that for them today because I'm I'm a big believer in how you work with your clients to tell their story. So tell our listeners why it's so important that they use their web and their social presence, their digital presence, to do more than just market their products and services, but to use that to help draw talent to them.
1: Well, it's important for so many reasons, because one, you have to be able to stand out in this noisy place. Yeah. People are searching multiple devices at multiple times of day, and you have to be able to break through the noise. And a way to do that is to create engaging content that tells their story that's also aesthetically pleasing. And it's no longer just here's an image and here's text, come join our company. It's has to draw that person's attention in and take them through this storytelling before they convert um, and submit their resume to work with someone.
0: It's it's not unlike when when I hear you say that to me, it's not unlike the funnel that we create from a marketing perspective, right? You, you draw people in yeah. your sales funnel and you winnow them down to the point where they are a validated potential customer. So. Right. How do you help organizations when, when they come in and they say, hey, take a look at our social presence, our digital presence, How talk about how you, you see how the marketing side bleeds over into the employee attraction side?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And I'm asked that all the time. And the best way, you know, the way that I found success has been to compare what current company is that I'm working with, my clients are working with, and what their industry folks are doing and how it compares and aligns with their strategy. Who is winning the talent over them, but also what does their funnel look like and how can my client's funnel look different and is it attracting talent growth or is it attracting a particular descriptive word that allows more flexibility in their schedule. And it's taking those pieces and highlighting them to stand out, but also looking at the data organically, looking at what people are searching in search engines like Google, what phrases are they wanting, what times of day, Mm -hmm. what location, what type of salary, and then taking those mixed with what competitors are doing and aligning it to enhance what my client is telling potential people so they'll want to work with them instead of another competitor.
0: Interesting. So to, to me, uh, you know, a layman in terms of, of, of marketing, to me, it, it sounds not unlike what you would do if, you know, if I called you and said, Caitlin, I'm not getting traffic to my website for my goods and services. How can you help me? you would mm-hmm. go about it very similarly it sounds like as if i called right. you and said i can't get candidates to my website
1: right right and it's because driving traffic you know it's complex but mm-hmm. to simply explain people are looking for answers mm-hmm. and the best way you can help search engines to deliver your website is to provide answers to the questions of people using those search engines so it's using things like title tags and descriptions and on-page copy that surrounds your job description that allows those bots that are looking at your web page to see if it can provide the answer to the person that's using the search engine. But then to also remember to make it aesthetically pleasing for that person once they land there to spend more time um, and learn about what your company has to offer, what makes it different. So
0: let's say I, I, I figure that out right' you, okay. you're, you're my my guru and you help me figure out how to how to do all of those things
1: mm-hmm.
0: what story do I need to tell the person once they get there so so the bots do their job they bring yep. me into the website yeah story do I need to tell
1: Well it's different for every company and you really have to figure out what makes your company unique? And and to figure that out is a conversation with people who are currently employed with your company and figuring out what makes them stay. What do they like? What do they not like? Mm -hmm. And when you figure out that story, it's duplicating that on social platforms as well as on your website. That's what makes you unique. That's what made somebody stay with your company for 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. And also on the flip side, looking at somebody who's been employed with you for the last, you know, two, three years, because the audience is very different age-wise, but also experience-wise. What drove that person to choose you in the last year or two to want to stay with your company? Um, And maybe it's flexibility. Maybe it's this work from home, but also work in the office environment. I don't know the answer right. uh, for every individual person, but once you do have that answer, right. it's telling that in a way to duplicate it across the board to get those candidates to work with you. Huh.
0: So the other, the other week I was speaking at uh, a conference of companies that are in the, the racing industry. Mm. And in, in mixing and mingling through some of the events, of course, they're, they're like every other industry. They can't find talent. And in my session, I asked some of the folks, well, well, how many of you have uh, like an employment page even on your website? Mm. I'm telling you, like three people in the entire room raised their hand. I went, okay, wow. you know, go back to the drawing board, number one. But, but then we talked about what I found was really interesting is, Many of them post social media uh, during racing events. Like, hey, look at at our rigid and what it's making this car do kind of thing, right? So they're telling that story. Mm -hmm. What would you suggest that an organization do that's already using, I mean, they get the value of video and and in the moment type stuff to demonstrate their part of their service. What can they do to use that same sort of mentality to talk about the employment experience?
1: That's a great question. Um, and ultimately, it's figuring out a problem and solving that problem and putting your business as that solution to a problem. Okay. So um, for example, a problem may be they want to be able to go to a race with their family and friends and they also in, enjoy the industry. And so if you're sharing that you're at these events and there's some sort of travel, maybe putting the solution as being able to have travel, travel flexibility and be able to bring family, that type of solution um, versus just, Hey, we're awesome. Here's why we're awesome. Right. Put, put this content behind it that adds why you're awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and that, Content is okay to include. We talk about in marketing, less is more because people are busy, but use that less is more at the beginning. Get their attention. And once you have their attention, add that beef mm-hmm. to to your content behind it so they understand you're more than just, hey, uh, we're a nice face to look right. at or a nice right. company.
0: Huh. So <clears throat> it used to be that it took... A bit of a commitment for someone who was was looking at an employer mm-hmm. to even apply. You know, if we, we go back to the old days, um, yeah. You know, I saw <laughs> the newspaper or something. I had to type my resume. I had to stick it in an envelope. I had to seal it. I had to go to the post office. I mean, there was already something there that said, "Gosh, I think I'd like to work for this company." Today, right. it's oh, hey, they look cool, clicks, and done.
1: Yeah,
0: right. For some, so, for some, yeah, yeah. So, What's the value then of how do i get that person who's just the click and send type candidate to spend time on my website what's the type of content that i need that, that, that an organization needs to show that's going to get me to spend time because in the in the digital marketing world i know enough that it's all about you know page time and page views you know time on the site kind of thing yeah how do you drive that for candidates
1: well, I think there's kind of two pieces I want to touch upon here. So as you were talking about somebody who just clicks and sends a resume and it's off and it's in you know, HR's hand, I want to just note, not everyone has that streamlined process of applying for a position. <laughs> and that's one Bro. thing we have to talk about here as well as getting them to stay on the site, but also that form. I've seen companies have 10 to 30 required fields that mm-hmm. basically gets their social security number away on the internet without even having a first conversation. Right. Um oh, and you know for some that's what you need and I don't want to discredit that type of form mm-hmm. but There are other cases where just that first screen for any paid advertisements that are coming through or a position where you don't need to have 15 to 30 required fields, there is another option to make it short, simple, and sweet that gets that person through the door to then have a conversation with your team to then ask for those additional pieces. Mm -hmm. And that's okay to have that process be a little bit different for different careers. So I just wanted to note that, piece first. Yeah, no, I appreciate
0: that. It's great insight.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then the second insight was the question that you asked was about how to keep somebody on your page longer with those one-click resume sends. And that is very much understanding what content that person is searching for after they've applied. And there's data. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we, We can look at the data to see where they dropped off on your website But then what are the second, third, the whole way through the fifth pages that those people have looked at that you want to manipulate for those one-click send? So it's once you figured out what pages those interested candidates are searching for, it's adding interlinking text on your career's page with that job. So, for example, somebody is applying for a position. They get the thank you page. Thank you for applying on that thank you page, add additional content below that maybe talks about your environment, um, what your career growth opportunities are, what things that your company is doing that is standing apart from the competitors that allows that candidate, once they hit to the thank you page, to then search more things they can expect from your company.
0: Are are you seeing a difference in what different generations want to see when they they hit a company's web page you know someone just coming out of college now versus a 30 something versus a 50 something kind of thing
1: i would say i have my own speculations about okay. what people are searching for when it comes to driving a particular person to a job you have some limitations in terms of who you can target because of it being employment and you want to be very mindful of not discriminating against right. anyone, certainly. Um, but in terms of the audience that I've seen, that's you know under, you know, let's just say post-pandemic, okay. people want flexibility, right? Absolutely. Not necessarily yeah. in age; it's more so this environment of how people are learning and how they thrive. So I've seen something more um, in age gaps where they're more familiar with technology. If you're more familiar with technology, I'm seeing folks are wanting more flexibility. If they're not as familiar with technology, you can assume that person likes more of this in-person, face-to-face contact, but also some technology, but a streamline of their workflow. Um, So hopefully that answers your question Yeah, Yeah, in a different capacity of what people are wanting and searching for
0: So when when you step in, excuse me, to a client,
1: Mm -hmm. how much do
0: you find yourself working with HR versus marketing versus IT?
1: So I find myself having this initial conversation to figure out what the problem is with HR, with the HR department. And then from there, that helps me look at the data in a way Without having, um, without being inundated with what they want, and allowing me to search at what they think the problem is too much. I just have one conversation with HR, typically one to two. Then I look at the data, and in that conversation, I'm looking at who the competitors are, what their marketing team of the competitors have been doing to help support the HR department. From there, that's whenever I find pulling in the marketing team and the IT team helps make those changes that I found um, after I've had that conversation with HR. So it's a little less intense from the company, and it's more so looking at the data to help guide what choices need to be changed to support their goals, if that makes sense.
0: No, it, it absolutely does. Now, I know you're working with a client now who's trying to break into a, a new market. Mm-hmm. And I know you found, based on, on some of our, our talk prior to, to recording today, that you found some, some challenges in how they were, were telling their story. So is, it, is there anything unique in the way you approach it um, from a, in this case, where they're trying to break into a new geographic market versus just trying to, to bolster their presence all around?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, If you haven't learned by now, and you know, in our conversations, I enjoy looking at the data, what are, what does the data tell us? And it's not necessarily only looking at the digital presence and what search engines are telling me. I'm also looking at some of the government provided data that helps tell me how many particular careers, how many people can properly execute a job that's listed. Mm-hmm. But also what is their salary? And then from there it's doing this math of figuring out what town is the best town to pull that talent from. Mm-hmm. And that's how that information can help drive marketing materials. For example, um, you know, we're in right outside of Philadelphia, mm-hmm. right? And so if we're trying to target the Philadelphia market, that audience you can assume with it being a larger city has a larger salary that they're wanting to draw talent from. So if there's not that backing to help support what meets the Philadelphia market, there's other very talented folks that can provide, you know, that, that body to work in that service. And it's just figuring out what salary you're able to provide. Does that person meet? Um, the needs of your position and, and targeting those gaps, those behind back secret doors of marketing um, to help that customer.
0: You know, it's, it's funny because there, there's a word that you've used over and over again, and it's data and it's yeah. analytics. And as a football fan, you're hearing more of that when you watch football. You know, these coaches mm-hmm. are into the analytics. It's fourth and one and I'm on the 20. Should I go for it? Should I this? What does the data say? Yeah. And so this idea of analyzing data is really permeating a lot of different parts of society. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, and you know, if I look at the vast majority of HR folks that I know, I don't know that any of them would have ever thought to use data analytics as a way to figure out how and where should I be marketing right. to draw talent to me? You know, it's the post and hope kind of thing. Um, I, I know I know you and your husband lo- like to hunt. You're outdoors people, yeah. right? Well, you do a little bit of research before you go out into the woods, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. You,
0: know? <laughs> you, know, you want to know where the deer are, whatever game it is you're looking for, so you can put yourself yeah. in the best situation. And yet,
1: mm-hmm.
0: sometimes I feel like HR just says, oh, this is a nice sunny spot. We'll put our tree stand up here. We'll hang out, see who comes by.
1: Yeah. And it's a shame because there's so much missed opportunity that HR can have. But I think it's also having this streamlined piece of communication with the marketing team as well. I think, you know, companies are so focused on how to get more clients to make, you know, the bottom line larger, which is very important. But it's also making sure that your team is supported to help support those new bis- that new business that's coming on board. So, you know, this gap that we talk about is designating time with just your HR team to help support their needs or having somebody that's in marketing that only works with HR. Um, I just think that gap is, is large and we need to help folks condense it um, to provide the best opportunities.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So when you look at
0: the message that needs to be sent,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what value do you place on video type content demonstrating, um, you know, employees in action or employees at a charity event, that the company supports? How valuable is that
1: story? That story is of more value than 10 pages filled with text for the user. Mm-hmm. For search engines, it might tell you otherwise mm-hmm. um, because the text adds value around it. But when you add that text, mix with the video, that's what your people want. They want to be able to visually see. They're spending more time looking at a video mm-hmm. and watching it for three to five minutes than somebody will spend reading text. But again, it's really important to have that both, both of those pieces combined. Um, and then from the technical standpoint, adding that video uh, is important, but also remember your page speed is equally as important. Mm-hmm. If sure. your page speed is not fast, then that user doesn't have a good experience. When they go to a page and it's not populating with what they're searching, they're going to bounce off and leave. And that's also not a good situation to be oh, in either.
0: Right. Because you know, in today's I want it now society, yeah. Uh, you know, that sends a message. And if, if you can't even get me the information I want, gosh, what are you going to what's going to happen when I go to work there? Um, right. So, so it's that first impression. And, yeah. you know, I, I guess sometimes I liken it to dating almost. Right. You're always on your best behavior, You're putting your best foot forward to attract a mate. And after mm-hmm. a while, of course, they see you warts and all. But in the, in the employee you know, recruitment realm, it's not unlike dating. How do we put our best foot forward um, mm-hmm. to draw those candidates to us to build the relationship so that the right. relationship gets solid enough that when they see our warts, it's okay because the relationship is there.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and figuring out that piece, it's, it's unique for every company and it's understanding and communicating with your current employees that have been there for a long time and those newer ones and helping them working with them so they can tell their story to you so that you can properly communicate it out to these potential folks you want to work with.
0: It's, it's, it's awesome. I, you know, I, I, I always enjoy our chats and I always learn something new and I'm hoping that uh, the today's listeners are realizing the power that's at their fingertips with mm the ability to draw not just customers, but talent to them through their digital footprint. So, so tell yeah. our folks, if they, they are intrigued by what they've heard today and how you work with your clients, how can they, they reach you? Where, where can they find out more about Blosser Marketing?
1: Well, our website is blossermarketinggroup.com. So you'll see our face there. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I'm very active on LinkedIn. So personally, it's Caitlin Blosser. Um, but we also have Blustster marketing group on LinkedIn as well so I welcome anyone to reach out um, and have a conversation.
0: yeah and, and I can tell our, our listeners um, I've referred Caitlin to to clients who are struggling to to draw talent in uh, in the digital world and she's a magician and uh, you know her husband is, is a crack coder behind the scenes, <laughs> and, and you know, she's a, just a, a data analyst whiz. and so um, I know you would you would find, not only value an initial conversation with her and her team, uh, but but also you would find value on the back end, which is how you really tell your story and how you use your website and your social presence to, to do that. Um, today's employees, today's candidates, they want an experience. And if we're not delivering it, they're going to go somewhere else. And I, and I know you and your team can deliver that digital experience <laughs> to people.
1: Yeah, yeah, I am very appreciative of the work that we've done together. And I enjoy being able to tell the story and work with companies to provide that for folks to work with them on both sides, social as well as on their website. So I appreciate everything that you've done. And, and thank you again for oh, having me.
0: Oh, my gosh. It's, it's been a pleasure. The, the time <laughs> has flown. Uh, so, yes. so again, listeners, uh, this has been Caitlin Blosser with Blosser Marketing Group. Uh, she is a crack data analyst and web guru. I know I've said it before, I don't take those words lightly. Uh, I trust her implicitly, uh, not only with, with, with my social presence, um, I get a lot of great compliments on that, and that, that's all Caitlin, um, but the work that she's done to draw candidates into to my clients has been invaluable for them. So I really would encourage you, You know, if you're, you're struggling to pull folks in, it may be more than your social media presence, But if you don't at least draw them in from that, you've got problems. And and Caitlin is definitely uh, your person for solving those problems. So I thank you for listening today. Stay tuned for another episode coming up in just a few short weeks. But for today, to transform your talent, one of the things you need to do is get them in the door first. And one of the best ways to do that is to tell your story through the social platforms that are available today. And I encourage you to do that. Thanks again for listening. I'm Ed Crow. We'll talk soon again on transforming talent. Hey, Ed Crow here. Thank you so much for listening to today's segment of transforming talent. If you're a business owner or executive of a business that's on a revenue freight train that you're not sure how to control, or maybe you're butting up against a revenue ceiling that you don't know how to break through, We'd love to have you on this program. Please visit my website at edcrow.com slash speaking slash podcast to apply. Now, for our listeners out there, if you got something out of this interview and you'd love to share it on social media, please go ahead and do so. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, and post it on the social. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag, transforming talent. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We're rarely putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. If you wanna know more, go to my website, edcrow.com, or you can follow me on LinkedIn, Twitter, or Facebook. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next time.